Welcome to the I Don't Give a Should show, a podcast exploring all the ways that women should all over themselves. How many times do you find yourself acting out of obligation or doing what everyone else expects from you without stopping to consider why? Where do all those beliefs that are driving you come from? If you're tired of feeling resentful, overwhelmed, stuck, exhausted, or pissed off, you are in the right place. Shooting all over yourself is a real thing, but it doesn't have to be in the driver's seat. I'm your host, Jen Sherwood, and I spent way too many years trying to prove that I was good enough and worrying what other people thought while avoiding conflict at all costs. Today, I don't give a shit. Well, not as many anyway, and neither should you. I'm talking to women like you who figured out how to stop shooting and start living. You're listening to the I Don't Give a Should Show, episode number 24. Today, my guest is Alice G. Patterson. Alice is a lifestyle brand photographer for creative women entrepreneurs. She's the founder of Loving My Company, LLC, and cover photographer for Syracuse Women Magazine. Alice has a BA in commercial photography and has been published in books, magazines, as well as several prestigious blogs. Starting her career almost 30 years ago, Alice has pivoted many times within the photography (laughs) world, and I would think most recently too. (laughs) After focusing on brand photography for the last 10 years, Alice created an entirely new business model that serves her and her clients. While continuing to serve her photography clients, Alice is getting ready to launch her beta training for brand photographers to help them scale (laughs) their businesses and get off the feast or famine cycle. I'm so excited about this program. I can't wait for you to launch it. Alice, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here today. Oh, thank you, Jennifer. It's so nice to be here. Thank you. So, okay, let's do this. What was it like for you when you were living under the shoulds? So I'm going to back step a little bit because as a young person and a young adult, I was very free-spirited and I don't think I really was living under the shoulds or I might quite possibly have been rebelling against the shoulds. (laughs) Okay. However, fast forward to about 14 years ago, I spent most of my adulthood in California and about 14 years ago, I made a spontaneous move to Syracuse, New York to be in your family. And I bought my first home and I only knew my family. I didn't know anybody else here. We didn't grow up here. So about a month into being here, I uh, was, I came from California. It was November and I slipped on ice and broke my arm into five pieces and became temporarily disabled. Oh no. And had to survive, like my arm, the break was bad, but I had radial nerve damage. So my left arm was completely limp. Wow. And your nerves are the slowest healing part of the body. And so it was literally almost a year before my arm started working again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So here I am. I don't know anybody but my family. I've just bought a house. And I have to spend basically all of my savings just to survive because I can't work. Yeah. And, yeah you can't um, hold a camera with a limp arm. With one arm. Yeah. 
Somebody probably can, but I can't. (laughs) So all of a sudden, I'm this adult in my 40s. I'm responsible for a mortgage. I've gone through most of my savings, taking care of hospital bills that just keep coming because it happened in December and then the insurance reset once January. Oh, right. So the bills were excessive. And so all of a sudden, I just felt more pressure to do the right thing, to do the, like, to adult at my hardest level. (laughs) I'm hearing the word responsible in my head to do the really responsible thing. Yeah. Like I have to, it was a sink or swim moment. Yeah. And so I got my photography business going and oh gosh, you weren't even established there. Like I hadn't connected. Yeah, no, I had to start yeah. from scratch. Yeah. So it's like it really it was a very disabling time for me yes. in many ways. But so I got my photography business going. And for me, the should was if I can do it, I should do it. Mm. Right. So I came here as a wedding photographer and I was working on doing weddings. But if somebody needed a senior portrait, yes, I'll do that. If somebody wanted a family picture, yes, I'll do that. I was just doing whatever I could to kind of make ends meet. And it it became just sort of like, and at the time, like those shoulds, I kind of felt like I was being rewarded, like, oh, I'm getting work. I'm but in hindsight, I was sort of following the carrot. And the carrot was not like my own carrot. It was what anybody else wanted me to do, right? Yeah. So after four or five years, I realized like, what am I doing here? You know, like, (laughs) is this, am I happy? Like I'm getting busier and busier, which at, like I said, at some level, I felt like, oh, this is good. Yeah. But then I realized like that, I don't know, I was kind of not satisfied deep down. I Um, can see that. I mean, as you're describing that, I'm thinking about if you switch that up and let's just say you were in a corporate job that was paying you oodles of money, but you mm -hmm. really couldn't stand what you were doing. I mean, we hear that term soul-sucking job for a reason. So the carrot, the reward is there, but then there's no amount of money that's, well, some people can argue this, but there's no amount of money that's going to give you the personal satisfaction if it's not there. And that's what it sounds like to you. Yes. You were paying your bills. Yes. You were establishing yourself, but you weren't doing what you wanted to be doing. Yeah. And I had, you know, it wasn't soul sucking by any means, but it just wasn't, it was just kind of spread out. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of decided that I was done with weddings. I had been doing them for 20 some odd years and had just kind of, you know, I always joke, like I started off the age of the bride and now I'm closer to the grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to run down the street and chase a bride, you know, (laughs) so I kind of reached my fill with that. And, and you've was, talked about uh, off camera, you and I have had conversations. This is a lot of where that feast or famine cycle comes in too, right? Like there is a way yeah. 
eased in. I mean, obviously there's weddings at other times, but there's right. sort of this high season where you're busy, busy, busy. And then there's a lull. Well, yeah. And that was something I learned here in Syracuse in New York. There's only a few months where it's not snowing. Like mm-hmm. after a few years here, I realized like it snows more months than it does. Which is Oh, wow. That's crazy. a rude awakening. Yeah. That was kind of a sad awakening, but yeah. So the wedding season here, like in California, it was kind of more throughout the year. Whereas here it was really in like four to five months. How was this? I'm sorry. I interrupted you, but I'm curious, how was this affecting you personally? So you're kind of chasing these carrots. You're doing what you think you should in terms of bookings. Mm -hmm. And, but I'm wondering how it was affecting you personally, because you're now in this, I mean, I realized you, you said you'd been there four or five years at that point, but you know, you started over and you've sort of hunkered down as you're healing then you're sort of following the should path. Did it migrate into your personal life as well? Or was it really just the business? That's a good question. I don't know that I know the answer to that. Oh, Um, good. Let's talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that the personal part was just kind of like I was talking about where kind of being, you know, stripped down with so many resources. I just felt like I should, I should, I should say yes. I should say yes to anything. And so I think my personal was just kind of in survival mode. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because when we started this, you said you were a real free spirit, sort of rebelling against the shoulds. And what you're describing right now doesn't sound like that free spirit. I'm sort of making some assumptions here. Yeah. So I'm guessing that it kind of, it kind of was all encompassing the survival. Yeah, And I guess maybe hearing you kind of reflected back, it was a little bit at odds I was a little bit at odds with myself because I had always identified as a free spirit, but this time, like this was my first time, like buying a house. Like I've literally moved, I think approximately 25 times. Oh, wow. Okay. We lived in eight different States growing up. My dad was in the army. We lived abroad, like moving was like a big part of my identity. And Mm -hmm. I think that kind of was where I got this like free spirit thing. Like if I didn't like something, I could just go away, go move, go to the next town, whatever. (laughs) So this was the first time of like buying a home just felt like more planting roots and being your family for the first time in a long time just felt like I needed to, I don't know, not yeah. be that free spirit. So it definitely changed you. you. You're grounded. You're rooted. It means you can't just pick. I mean, you could, you could have sold your yeah, house, but it's not right. as easy to just pick up and go. Right. So right. You're in the, the wedding cycle. You're following what you think you should be doing. You're doing senior portraits. You're doing just about anything, which yeah. to most of us makes sense, right? I hear yeah. where you're going mm-hmm. with this. So at some point I'm imagining something happened where this changed. So was there an event, a moment of something, or was it just a gradual, like, I just can't do this anymore? It was deciding to give up weddings because I realized like they were sort of my biggest financial reward. Like you get paid pretty well as a wedding photographer and for good reason, but 
giving the, I didn't want to just do it for the money because mm-hmm. there are so many talented photographers. And when I started it, I was very passionate about it and I loved it. And so I was like, I can't just do this for the money. Like I'm done with it. It's time to move on. And, but then that left a question like, well, what am I going to do? Because again, the senior portraits and the family portraits here are still pretty seasonal. And so it's really hard to like kind of store up all your nuts in five months and then live (laughs) off of those nuts for the next seven months. So you're um, no squirrel. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. So I was working with a business coach. And we started looking at my portfolio and I had kind of gotten into some brand photography with some of the women that I had met locally. And as I was kind of looking at everything, I was like, these are the the photo experiences that make me the happiest. Mm -hmm. Like I like doing photography and I'm pretty much happy doing any kind of photography job. But like, if I started analyzing it, I was like, these are the ones right now that are making me happy. I feel like I understand my clients, you know, as a woman entrepreneur, I enjoy them. I enjoy like their creativity. And so I just decided it was time to start kind of stripping away the other stuff. And also thinking that, okay, well, this type of work can be more year round as opposed to just in these certain months. That's kind of the tipping point of where I stopped just saying yes and kind of started trying to carve out my path again. And what would you say that did for you? So now you're saying yes to the kind of photography that you're saying you actually really enjoy and that I'm not Alice's client. I wish I was. We live on opposite (laughs) coast. Otherwise, I would be a client for her. And I get it when I look at her her photos, like she gets her clients and her photos are beautiful. So what was it like for you? It must've been scary to say, okay, that is lucrative, but I'm not enjoying that anymore. The weddings. And then even Mm -hmm. like cutting back on the portrait stuff and really shifting over to what you love that I'm sure that was challenging for you. But what happened when you started really focusing more on the thing that you loved? How was that for you? How was it different? It was rewarding just like in a creative process and like having fun. It was starting to go past that seasonal aspect, but it was also kind of giving my brain space Mm. to explore, like to push that boundary to kind of open up myself to ideas. So. I've always been a person with like a gazillion ideas, but (laughs) rarely do I act on one. Yeah. So at this point, I was now working with a new business coach, Jen Liddy, who you know, and we were in a mastermind. I was in a mastermind with her and I presented an idea that I had that was going to kind of, there's a new business model for brand photography. And I felt like I had given myself kind of enough space in my brain and started carving a path and just felt like I was in a safe place where I could actually tell a group of people about this idea and kind of see what their reaction was. And it was 
a very enthusiastic response. <laughs> well, it's genius, your business. Thank model. you. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So it's based on a membership business model that I haven't seen anybody else in the brand photography doing. Jen helped me get a beta started and that sold we had two shoots and they sold out within four like the first one sold out in 24 hours and then the second one that I added on sold out another 24 hours and so I was like wow this is amazing yeah, yeah. <laughs> you well, know I mean, it's so novel to think about you know as as entrepreneurs you really need I don't think most people who aren't in that position realize you really need photos of yourself and not just one headshot once a year. You really need to be able yeah. to rotate with social media. And so for you to be able to offer a membership to business yes. owners was yeah. novel and oh my gosh, so genius. Thank you. Yeah. And it was at a time where, you know, social media marketing has just been picking up momentum. Yeah. And so that's a lot of content to create. And you know, as a mom and a business owner, it's like you're just trying to get your dishes done and your laundry done and you're, <laughs> you know, and run the business. Your business. And now you've got to like create like visual content to go along with your messaging every day of your yeah. life. Like it's a lot. So it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that this business model, it serves me because I'm working throughout the year and I can bring on new members anytime throughout the year. It serves my clients because they just have an endless amount of photos that are fresh and seasonal. And again, like here in New York, we have four seasons. Yeah. Um, so if you're posting a photo that you took in the summer, in the middle of February, it's not going to really resonate right. Right. <laughs> as right. authentic current content. So. Yeah. And um, so what would you say, and this is, this was kind of to walk back for a second. This really helps with that feast or famine cycle that you're saying, you know, you can, yeah. you can do this all year with these women. So what did that do for you personally, in terms of your satisfaction level, your enjoyment level? And, and really now at this point, like, I don't have to take the things I used to think I had to, or that I should yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So again, it's kind of, it's always scary to say no to a job, it's a scary thing to do because you think, well, who am I to say no to work? But the thing is, is that like, every time I take on a new kind of job, I have to recreate a new contract, a new entry form. Like it's all this administrative work that is just stuff that I don't want to be doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So by saying no, I'm like freeing myself up to kind of create a system where I'm not having to reinvent every time the phone rings, you know, and mm -hmm. I get to work with my favorite people like these clients, we see each other every month. And so it's like, it goes kind of beyond business and kind of becomes friendship. It feels a little bit more like your free spirit is back where you're saying like, nope, not that. And yeah. you know, you're lovely and this would be a fine job, but it's really not what's serving me anymore. And, and that yeah. feels, is that a true statement that it seems like that rebel who's like, nope, not yeah. that yes to this. I like that. I hadn't really thought of it that way, but yeah, yeah. well, it's very, <laughs> it's very, um, 
invent, it's not the word I want, novel what you're yeah. doing. And so yeah. it's very creative and, and it seems like that fits what you were describing before, just in a, in a different format, you know, in yeah. the more mature, solid business decision right. spirit. I, I yes. really love that. So do you want to talk a little bit about, are, are you talking about the new program that you're working on? Did you want to talk sure, about that? Yeah, too? I would love to talk about that. I'm in my, well, I think in June will be the start of the fourth year of this business model. And so I'm really proud of the fact that I've created this program and it's become my main source of income and job. And I've been invited to other towns. Like I've got, I went to Connecticut in the fall and they're bringing me back to kind of do a one-off version of the group photo shoot. And while I love that, and I wish I could like do this every day, there's only so many group photo shoots I can do myself. Right. So I've for a while now been thinking like, I need to train other photographers how to recreate this business model because it took a lot of figuring out. It's a like I said, it's a brand new business model I haven't seen anywhere else. And there's been a lot to figure out. So I want to offer kind of the easy button for other photographers to come and learn how to create this business and give them all the kind of foundation that they need to get it started. And because I feel like really kind of every town in America could use a group like this. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so what you're offering them is everything that you've created. So they don't have to start from the, they are, they would be starting their membership program from the ground up, but they don't have to create all the systems, all the foundation, all the, you've done right. all that for that. Right. And then you yeah. teach them how to implement it. I love yeah. that idea. I love it. Thank you. So who yeah. are you? I can imagine, first of all, anybody who's watching or listening, go follow Alice because her, her photos are just beautiful. And uh-huh. it's so lovely to just have those visuals but I would imagine if somebody is a, a photographer, that might be a good, when you're thinking about the launch of this new program, that's what mm-hmm. you're looking for, right? New, maybe are, is it all brand photographers or it could be other categories as well, right? Yeah. I mean, it, I think having the wedding photography in my past was really gave me a skill set to kind of create this foundation. So if there's any burned out wedding photographers that are looking for transition, plus the pandemic has been really hard on wedding photographers, oh, you know, God. there was a lot of disruption to that industry. So I think a lot of people are kind of looking to get out of it or supplement it. I think anyone that's in, already into brand photography or maybe coming out of wedding photography We'll really have the skill sets to make this work. So if you're a photographer, you definitely want to follow Alice. And, you know, maybe there's a category she hasn't even really been thinking about that might really benefit from this program as well. So go follow her and see if this might be for you as well. But just follow her because she's fabulous to follow online. (laughs) Alice, where can people find you? I am pretty regular on Instagram at Loving My Company. And I have a website, lovingmycompany.com. And then it's my name, Alice G. Patterson on LinkedIn. Excellent. All right. We'll put those in the show notes. Alice, it has been so fun to hear your story. Thanks for coming on today and sharing 
well, you know, where you were and where you are today. And I just think I want to just, before we go, I forgot, I wanted to really emphasize that piece about when you let go of all the stuff that you felt like you should be doing, it opened up the creative space for you to come up with this novel business program. And while not everybody listening to this is a photographer or even an entrepreneur, I think that's a really good takeaway of when you stop doing all that, when your brain isn't full of all the things you think you should be doing, it Mm -hmm. opens up this space and who knows what you'll come up with or create or learn or love. Or that was one thing I really wanted to emphasize. I loved when you said that. Thank you for emphasizing that. Yeah. I think sometimes we get scared and kind of pushing through the fear. Yeah gives you that space for that kind of creativity and openness fear certainly does shut down our creativity so yeah all right alice thank you for being here those of you who are listening thanks for joining us we'll see you next time hey friend if you recognize yourself in these stories and you don't want to give a should anymore you have to join my coaching community the gc come learn the tools to recognize when fear and worry are running the show and how to shift into more of what you want without guilt or blowing up your life, unless of course that's what you want. Inside the GC, you'll learn strategies to start making yourself a priority. Stop saying yes when you mean no, have hard conversations and so much more. And you get to do this with a group of women who are making the same changes in their lives and are there to support you, not judge you. It's a seriously warm, safe space where genuine connections are made. The GC is where doubt and loneliness meet their match. You can get all the info at jennifersherwood.com slash the GC. But if you're not ready for something like that yet, I've got you. Head over to my website, jennifersherwood.com and hit the relief right now button. I'll send three ridiculously simple steps to go from overwhelm to ease.